Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Victoria. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. <laughs> so this got started because Victoria and I had a roommate fight. We had a little tiff. <laughs> a little a little nudge contest. <laughs> Basically, I woke up. It was very early. <laughs> it was very early, and I was like, this apartment smells bad. <laughs> so she texted me. I woke up... At- Woke up this morning. The apartment reeked of marijuana. <laughs> so, like, were you smoking in the house? Just what? curious. Just curious. That is not how it went. I said That's totally how it went. I said I woke up this morning. I did say in the apartment reeked of weed. Question mark. Did you Maybe burn a I candle? <laughs> did you? Uh, but just curious. So. We had to have a discussion about our relationship. I did put just curious, and then Jen got very offended, and I was like, where did this conversation go wrong? I was just curious. Yeah, I almost sent her, like, eight paragraphs, but I was told that was too aggressive, so <laughs> I toned it down. Okay, so, you, but you consider yourself a witch. Yes. But not like a Harry Potter witch. Right. And I was burning sage in the apartment. That's what Victoria It was smelled. not weed. Yeah. It was supposed to cleanse it, which evidently it didn't. Yeah, it made it smell real bad. Well, it didn't get rid of your negative energy, so. <laughs> wow. Okay, so explain to me what you mean when you say you're a witch. Sure. Well, there's a lot of different um, definitions for what a witch is and what a witch can be. Um, there's some witches who are Wiccan, which um, means they worship, like, the goddess. Um, there's some witches who are more focused wait, on... Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean the goddess? The goddess? Um, well, I'm not Wiccan, so I, I don't know a ton about her, but um, that's sort of like the deity figure that Wiccans worship. Um, there's like Satanists who obviously worship Satan, but they're not always witches. You know, it's like not all hot tubs are demon. jacuzzis. Most jacuzzis are hot tubs. So, they're, they, so they could be a demon is Maybe. what you're saying. I guess. I'm not here to Dis the Satanists. Well, what do you mean they're not always witches? Then what are they? Oh, just normal people. Yeah. (laughs) Your average non-practicing person. So I define witchcraft as, um, for me, as like curating the energy that you already have to help facilitate getting what you want from the universe or whatever. Um, Right now I'm a non-denominational witch, meaning I don't really know what my witchcraft says about a higher deity. Um, but I feel empowered and peaceful through my witchcraft. Um, witchcraft to me means I do any number of things. I have crystals, I read tarot cards. I, so basically just to the universe as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like whatever is like the higher power is feminine though. Um, I don't believe in like a masculine God. Okay. Um, yeah, but I practice through crystals, the tarot, I make charm pouches, I do herbal concoctions. Um, I also identify as like a kitchen witch, so I like infuse my cooking and stuff with, you can't see it, but she's making a terrified I have face. something in my eye. Sure. <laughs> um, but so like I infuse like my cooking and my tea making with What do you mean you're a energy. kitchen witch? Like Molly Weasley? I'm going to relate everything <laughs> you say to Harry Potter. That's what do you mean you in like my mom practices yoga? Sure. Well, <laughs> but for what does mom. that mean when you say you practice magic? So I think uh, I use the word practice because you are learning and you're just 
trying different things to see what works and what doesn't and what feels right for you. Um, when I say I infuse it with energy, it's like setting a positive intention and um, like putting your hands on something and uh, sending energy. You so when you say you like infuse your food with magic, sure. you're just like, oh, I want this soup to taste extra good. N no, actually. So an example. So Nina, one okay, of my great. good friends was experiencing a breakup. And so uh, she was very, she just, you know how when you've been crying for like a few days, like you feel sick, right? So I, she was sitting in my living room and I went into the kitchen. I chopped up, what's that called? Carrots? Nope. <laughs> Celery. Ginger. Oh, I cut up ginger. ginger. Okay. I chopped up some ginger. And the whole time I was like thinking about like how much I love her, like dearly, of course, how I want her to feel better and how I want to send positivity and healing and wisdom to her. And um, so then I made the tea with the ginger and then I served it to her. I thought you were making soup. No. Oh, I didn't I didn't say soup. soup. Yeah. <laughs> just because you're hungry. Maybe we, we shouldn't do this podcast hungry. It's a bad idea. So basically, you just gave her a cup of tea. Sure. But I set... I, I was sending like white light and healing light and energy to it as I was making it for her. Wow. Is this like white magic and black magic? I mean, we can talk about that, but like, well, save it for a different <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty heavy topic and people get really, it's a, it's a hot button issue in the witchcraft community. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. There's a big like debate about whether or not you should use dark magic at all. And there's a debate about like the ethics of it. And then people are also debating about um, whether it can even be called dark magic. There's like arguments about uh, how in very old, like pagan traditional witchcraft, like um, granny witches were of course hexing people for protection. And like w the ethics of like dark magic are very long. <laughs> Wow, uh, many questions, but first of all, <laughs> what do you mean when you say black magic? Because I don't, okay, so when you talk about your magical tea, sure. and you're like- The magical tea is my gossip website, check it out. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I made her this tea, it was nice, blah, blah, blah. Her feeling better afterwards could, you know, be magic, but it could also sure. just be that she drank some tea. Right. But with black magic, it's like, oh, I put a hex on that person. What if then nothing happens to them? Who is to believe? Well, what's the truth? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> calm down. Uh, I don't, I have not yet um, cast any black magic or negative magic um, because I also believe in sort of, uh, sort of like karma. Like I, my concern is like in a concern of many people who are considering like black magic is that whatever you put in Wicca, it's called the threefold rule. Whatever you put out comes back to you threefold. So if you put out black magic, negativity is going to come back to you threefold. Um, I think, you know, this is, we're not talking magic, like I'm gonna wave my finger and a black cat is going to appear on our table. Um, I think with witchcraft, as with most religions, there is an element of faith. Like you are having faith that uh, whatever you cast will, I guess if you cast, I guess if you were to cast black magic, it would just be hoping to increase the negative karma to whomever, um, you're casting it upon, which is a way to look at it. I think the other thing about skeptics, if I can broaden it a little bit. Okay. Make a generalization. I'm not making a generalization. <laughs> what? 
You just asked me to talk about black magic, which I don't okay. do, so I can't I can't tell you all the hot gossip. We were talking about this no, last night. If you feel like, oh, I'm gonna have like a really good day today, and you're you've just decided to become a positive person on Monday. Um, generally your day turns out a little bit better than if you were like, today fucking sucks, and you flip a table on your way out the door. Okay, well you were yes, you were yeah. telling me about like setting an intention sure. and I was saying that Recently, I'd been like, oh, nothing's really happening for me. So I started making things happen for myself, and then things started to happen for right. me. Right. So I think which. But not one? in a magical way. Well, if you. <laughs> at its absolute basis, like, even if you are a skeptic, like, you can acknowledge that that is usually how it works. So I sort of would explain witchcraft to you as, like, choosing to. <laughs> to you, an idiot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never said that. Um, no, no, but, like, I would explain witchcraft to a skeptic as, like, setting a in a positive intention or like uh in a tangible way like you know so you go make a charm pouch charm pouch can be just about anything but the way i make my charm pouches is i light my candles i throw some sage around i um set some good intentions i assemble in my little cauldron um i can't even <laughs> it's not that big it's only like four by four but and then i is it pewter no it's copper well, then, it's not a real according to Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so I would set uh, herbs that are meaningful to me or have, like, a history of being used in witchcraft for whatever I wanted to give you, say, wisdom, love, prosperity. Um, and then I'd mix it all together, um, and I'd sew you a little pouch, um, and I'd put it in, I'd seal it, and I'd give it to you. Um, and then you would sleep with it under your pillow for a night to infuse it with your energy, and you'd carry it with you, right, in your backpack or in your purse. And um, at its very baseline... Like an aura? That's... I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like... Auras are a little different. Like, the pouch is giving off an aura of good... Sure, you could say that. Yeah, the pouch is giving off... Activity. I, yeah, I would say the pouch is giving off, like, a good energy or, like, a higher, like, yeah. vibration. Um, and so at its very least, like the pouch could be a tangible reminder that you want those things or that you want to pursue like happiness, you know? Um, and so at its very base level, it's working with you to give you a little, either a reminder, or if you believe in witchcraft, a little boost now, for whatever you're going for. You were telling me when I've been in a negative mood, you have done what now? Oh, I haven't actually done this because you don't strike me as the kind of person who like it. But I did make a joke about like oh, sending you like joke. white okay. light. Yeah, you can also like if you like a good a tool that I also like to use is like visualization. So like um, you know like closing your eyes, meditating for a minute, visualizing like positive energy, and like I view it as like white light. Some people use view it as different colors. You you can like visualize like the energy accumulating and then sending it to something. So like I could send you some white light, and maybe it would make you feel better. Maybe it wouldn't. The process of burning sage. Sure. Explain it to me, what it is, what's it about. Yeah. So sage, burning sage is like rooted in... Uh, Why does it smell so bad? It doesn't smell that. It smells like weed, question It does not smell... Okay, all right. I've heard that before. I guess it does... <laughs> it smells earthy. Yeah. Um, I think... So, so sage is rooted in um, Native American tradition. Um, they harvest the sage, dry the sage, and then the theory is... Um, Wait, 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 wait. You harvest the sage? If you are a sage, if you grow sage, 
Well, you just said it's that a plant. That happens. Yeah. So you grew the sage. No, yourself? I don't grow the sage. Well, oh, okay. There's another hot button issue we should address. Um, you can grow sage. sage. I just I, I go. Is a hot button issue? It is. It's uh, because there's been a increased interest in like new age, like pagan stuff. Uh, which is funny. Also, another topic we should pin for later is. Um, why it's being called new age when paganism is literally the oldest religion. That um, is interesting because how I like how I think I know about sage burning besides like, you know, I kind of knew a little bit about it, but like yeah. the first thing that pops in my mind is like, I think there's an episode of girls yeah. where Marnie, who's like the bougie, like fake new age one yeah. is burning sage. Right. We should have a whole podcast. And I would describe that as, like, New Age, like, granola like, Earth. We should have a podcast dedicated to the concept of New Age and, like, the media portrayals of modern witchcraft, because that's very interesting to me. And we'll probably take Well, listen, those. we're I, I plan on watching Sabrina. Good. I, so. I hope it'll prepare you better. <laughs> well, it looks very dark. Sabrina? Yeah. I, I haven't seen Have it. you seen the trailer? No. Listen, this is not your 90s Sabrina the Teenage Whoa. Witch with an animatronic Salem I, who cracks I used, jokes. I used to watch the animated Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not like it's, that either. It's dark. It's like yeah. in the trailer, they have like a birthday cake and she is growing horns out of her head. Well, I she's think. probably using dark magic, so. <laughs> Well, um, I think that the premise is that she lives in like Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, and that's she's scary. Like, one of her ancestors. Are, I will say when I crossed, when I did, went up to my internship in Massachusetts, I crossed the state line and I immediately, I literally, I didn't realize I had crossed the state line. So I don't think it was a placebo, but I started feeling really sick and I started sweating. Shut up. No, I'm not kidding. And I started feeling sick and I started sweating and I started feeling like uncontrollably anxious. I was like, what is going on? And then I like looked at my GPS and I realized I had crossed the state line. Well, and then what happened? It was a really scary, I had like 40 minutes in the state. It was, it was nighttime. Um, Were you just having a panic attack? No, uh, I don't experience panic attacks. And I just walked and I got to the hotel and it took like- Wait, you were walking? No, I drove and then I- Alone at night? No. Yes, because I was driving myself. No. <laughs> yes, alone I, at night. Yes, I was driving alone at night to this hotel, and then I got to the hotel, and I parked, and then I walked in alone. Um, and I like got to my room, and I like ran a bath, and like so you weren't even held in my elephant. We're literally just in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. Well, so then riddle me this: you really believe that those people were witches? The play is an allegory, Jen. <laughs> The Crucible. I'm talking about The Crucible. I haven't read The Crucible. But so. the historical event did occur. The historical event? I haven't read The Crucible. And so that I, is a fact. Okay. Um, the say I've done some reading. I can't believe you haven't read The Crucible. I'm a bad theater maker. I also don't read Shakespeare or watch Shakespeare. Oh my god. I also haven't seen Toy Story. Um, or Toy Story 3? None of them. Or The Lion King. Wow. Or Teletubbies. Anyway. Um, well, one of those is not like the other. One of these things. And I'll leave that up to you to decide. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. Salem with Charles. I've been reading a lot about how, like, it actually just started as girls looking for attention, and then it turned into something completely out of control. So I'm sure some of them were witches, but it's also, like, how do you define witchcraft? Well, it's also, like, especially in the play, there is a character from the Caribbean who is practicing more, like, what I would consider, like, voodoo. Sure. Well, I guess like the meta comp, we can get back to Burning Sage. In and a can I tell you, I sure. went last weekend. I saw a production of The Crucible at a college upstate. Was it bad? 
and a white person was playing. Oh dear. Tichira, that's the so Caribbean bad. character. And I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. That's awful. I hate theater. Um, but I also love it. <laughs> I um, think like how what do you define witchcraft as is a very like loosey goosey definition. Oh, I thought you were asking me. I was gonna be like, well, I can tell you it's uh Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um do you consider like if I I'm really upset and you know and you decide that you're gonna make me your favorite tea that always calms you down and then you get make it for me and you give it to me I would consider that first of all I would never right. <laughs> <laughs> the imperial you um so not victorious brows um literally anyone else um See, I would just consider that a nice thing to do. Sure. So I understand now. I think our definitions of witchcraft are vastly different. Yeah. Well, and I think our expectations of what witchcraft can do. Right. Um, I think mine is like a lot of witchcraft actually stemmed from stemmed from uh, midwifery uh, and uh, midwifery. Midwifery. <laughs> because the art, the art of being it's not, a midwife. It's not midwifery. No, midwifery. I think that is such a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, because witchcraft is an inherently feminine practice. Uh, you know what is so interesting about you saying that sure. in the play? That was all last weekend. <laughs> you saw one college production of the Crucible. You don't know everything about witches. There is a woman in the play who is supposed to be like she's supposed to be old. She was played by a college student, but she's supposed to be old and old midwife. Yeah. And like six of the babies that someone in the town had like born had died while she was the midwife, and that was like one of the things that they were like, "Well, you must be a witch because yeah. all these babies died." Well, traditionally, like. Midwives are also usually like general healers for a town. Um, and so they have access to things like herbs. And I think that's a lot where like the potion like archetype comes from is because they're actually making medicine. Um, and so, you know, herbal, there's like, you can be an herbalist. Well, you say it's an archetype, but you just told me that you have a cauldron. I just because it's an archetype doesn't mean I fulfill it. I don't fulfill it. What? When you are fulfilling it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I identify as a healer. That's, like, the other reason I got into witchcraft is because I like to, like, make things to help heal people. Anyway, I'll explain what sage is to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, how we awesome. fell down this rabbit hole. Okay. Um, so the belief is that um, negative energy, um, negative entities sometimes, however you want to describe it, um, attaches to the smoke of the sage and when you set, are setting a positive t intention and politely asking them to leave, um, the smoke will carry them out and carry out. And especially in like corners of homes where energy can get stuck, um, the smoke helps just move the energy along. So it's just house. energy is what you're going to know? Or it's something else. I mean, <laughs> are you implying ghosts? <laughs> Yes, but I would like to be on the record saying that I don't think I believe in ghosts in a normal way that's portrayed in the media. Well, how do you believe in ghosts then? Like, like maybe they exist, but probably not. Okay. Probably not. Well, I don't think they're like, you know, your dad in a sheet on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. So, so I think for me, though, most of the time, I do get, I do get scared very easily. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a monster in my apartment i never really grew out of that <laughs> but um most of the time i'm like oh i can explain this away with my mind or mm -hmm. science 
But I do feel like then, am I just doing that so that I feel better? Like, am I just making myself feel better? Well, it's always really interesting to me how, like, so growing up, my nanny um, would talk about how she had all these, like, scary experiences with, like, sort of ghostly entities. And, like, she got it out of her house by saying, she's she's a Christian, um, by saying, like, in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, leave this home. Um, very cray. Yeah. Well, but like, well, I don't, I, I don't ha- see how that's, I tell you, I've had a lot of people tell me really convincing ghost stories and yeah. I'm still like, probably not. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, my point was not to convince you. My point was just that I don't necessarily see how that's so vastly different from witchcraft. Cause either way you're taking a step to regain control of your spiritual boundaries. Are you saying you don't understand how Christianity is so different from witchcraft? No, I did not say that. I was about to be like. Some people would vehemently disagree with you. No, I, I, no, I think Christianity is very different than witchcraft. Okay. Specifically, it, it demonizes it, witchcraft. It demonizes witchcraft. It hates women. Do and you it, want to know something? It's insane. the divine. They believe in the divine masculine. I believe in the divine feminine. Hashtag not all Christians. <laughs> but do you want to know something insane? Okay. Sure. I was a Girl Scout every year until I graduated high school. Yeah. Okay. And every year we would go to sleepaway camp for like a weekend, and. Yeah. Or I think it was, we would do it twice a year. Once in the spring, once in the fall. And in the spring, it would be a theme. Ooh. Okay? And every year, I was like, I need it to be Harry Potter. Like, let's <sighs> have this be Harry Potter themed. And every year, I would shut down. Because people were like, no, it's too progressive. People here are Christians. Their parents will not let them yeah. come to camp. And I grew up in Hawaii. I did not grow up in, like... Yeah. The Bible Belt. Shut the fuck. I grew up in the Bible Belt. (laughs) (laughs) And people were like, we can't go because Harry Potter portrays witchcraft. Yeah, Harry Potter was banned from my summer camp. Like, you weren't allowed to bring the books. What the heck? Yeah. And I think that was really the downfall of Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess what I was just, what I really, what I meant was like, you know, invoking the name of Christ to try and get a demon out of your house mm-hmm. to me doesn't feel all that different from politely asking a spirit to leave your home and then saging it away. Burning sage. Yeah, I think my way is probably more effective. Well, have you ever seen The Exorcist? No. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And with that, I feel like we should wrap up. Sure. I'm happy to do a whole segment on ghost. What is that? What would you call them? They- Ghost exorcisms? I not really exorcism. Just ghost, I guess just ghost stories. Polite spooks, yeah. spooks, spooks and goofs. Spooks, <laughs> spooks and goofs and how to get rid of them. So what can people expect from this podcast? What can people expect? Obviously, comedy on my side. <laughs> I think you can expect to um, probably learn, learn what I think, and learn, and hopefully be inspired to go do your own research. Like what I say is not the final rule. Can I tell you, I just heard a noise and it scared me. <laughs> I was like, they know we're talking about Do you want them. me to get you a crystal? <laughs> I do. I want to do a whole episode of sure. crystals because boy, oh boy, do I have some thoughts. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We're probably doing this weekly. So We literally live with each other. Come so. back. <laughs> What if for the sign off I pretended to be possessed? I don't like that at all. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> and, that, and that's the truth. I'm Vic. And I'm Jen. And, and that's, that's the, the spook. spook. Oh, I hate it already. <laughs>